and Brit. Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune in to Brad and Brit. It is the Brad and Brit cast. You've got one more from us this week, and then we return on Monday with another one of these things. Now, um, I had a a couple of things on the list yesterday that we never got to because right. we were so marvelous yeah. in, in probably overextending yeah. uh, conversations about things that probably deserved about 90 seconds. And uh, our ability to stretch 90 seconds into 12 minutes is uh, it's legendary in the business now. May, may I say unmatched? I believe unmatched is the word you're looking for. Yeah, yeah. And the the subject was Oklahoma and South Carolina in a race for this week's shittiest Republican state. Yeah. Okay. So where do you want to start? South Carolina or Oklahoma? We hear so much about South Carolina around here. Let's start with Oklahoma. Okay. Uh, in Oklahoma, there was a bill proposed that would follow this. It was going to ban corporal punishment you know, spanking, whatever, that was being used on all students. But this was specific to students with disabilities. In other words, Mm -hmm. there was a bill proposed to say no more beating the crap out of disabled students, Mm -hmm. to make your point. And the bill was defeated. Because Republicans said, I can't get on board with that shit. You know, if if we got a kid in a wheelchair who sasses us, we got to beat him. You know, forget that crap. <laughs> Here's the quote. Representative Jim Olson of Roland, Oklahoma. Yeah, wherever that is. No idea. Should I go with a full guttural southern Oklahoma accent? Of course you should. Production value, sir. It is plain that it is the will of the Lord wants us to use God's word and God's counsel as we make laws for the state, said Representative Olson, arguing against the bill and in favor of corporal punishment. Physical punishment on students with special needs does not belong in the classroom, according to the author of the bill, but... uh, Representative John Talley, by the way, also a Republican, he could not carry the day with his fellow Republicans. He was saying things as uh, outrageous as accountability and grace go hand in hand. He uh, disagreed with the idea that students with disabilities should be exempt from spankings and paddling. This is back to the uh, first guy, Olson. Yeah, let's go. I want to I want to slow down because you're kind of powering through that. Uh, we're using God's counsel because yes. I'm not an expert on the Bible, but I don't remember where Jesus said, beat the shit out of uh, people who are disabled. Did I, uh, where, where is that one? Well, that I think in, uh, uh, in another version of sorry, there's somebody who quotes the famous spare the rod, spoil the, the child, spoil the lame child, what, what, spoil what, the yeah. wheelchair bound child. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's that's Oklahoma's entry, and uh, South Carolina. You're probably more familiar with it because it's gotten uh, uh, a lot of um, airtime on uh, two of the three cable networks, at least. 
And uh, this is the uh, Republican move in South Carolina that would make a person who undergoes an abortion subject to the state's homicide laws, which include the death penalty. And it's called, of course, I always love the way they name these things, the South Carolina Prenatal Equal Protection Act. This would ensure that an unborn child who's a victim of homicide is homicide afforded equal protection under the homicide laws of the state. And a person, of course, is defined as an unborn child at every stage of development from fertilization until birth. Brit, the dream finally became true. The, the minute you start whacking off, okay, there's a child in your hand well, and you don't even know about it. Again, okay? so Raquel Welch, who just left is what, about six weeks ago, she was responsible for the murder of how many children? Trillions of children, really? Untold numbers. <laughs> Untold numbers. I mean, I'll cop to a couple billion myself. Yeah. Uh, and uh, two years ago, South Carolina did have some discussion in their legislature over and this is during the period i think when they had trouble getting all the drugs that were needed to execute people oh, right. remember when, when they, yeah. they all kind of, and so uh, they did make provisions and yes you can choose death by firing squad now in south carolina and more importantly what i read is that they spent an extra 50 to 100,000 dollars for soundproof glass and more comfort for the people who are watching this, because that's important uh, during a, a firing squad type of execution. I, I know you probably are thinking just like I do, what the heck happened? Why the discrimination against the guillotine? Why? Why can't well, I-, I choose it? Yeah. I have a couple of thoughts. First of all, I just hate that these things in South Carolina and Oklahoma are taking attention away from the real problem in America, which is drag shows. How are we not paying attention to the drag shows that are killing literally thousands of our children away from them? Don't worry. I'm just. Oh, good. I I want to keep focused because I have a I have a solution. I know that many of the MAGA Americans don't want their child to ever wear a mask again. Right. So we're going to do away with the mask. But here, hear me out. In classrooms across America, we replace them with blindfolds so that if a random spontaneous drag show breaks out, the child would then be able to blindfold themselves and be spared from the effects. Don't you think that's a great idea? I, I need to get this straight. So a child would always have a blindfold available. Is yes, that what you mean? that's correct. Next to their desk. And when those random spontaneous drag shows, which are, by the way, popping up across America, the child would then be able to, uh, and I don't know, the sound is probably going to get to them, but at least they'll be spared the the sight of the drag show. What about, what about drag racing? <laughs> is drag racing... Illegal now. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> and, and by the way, uh, if you're programming an oldies format, you better get rid of that. That's a great song, kind of a drag mm-hmm. by the Buckinghams out of Chicago in 1967. There, there are a lot of dra- dragging the line by Tommy James and the Shondells. That's a, a big one right there. Yeah. A lot of songs Stop with Stop dragging my heart around. Can't have that. <laughs> there you go. Fuck that. Yeah. yeah. Get it. It it never stops. It's well, a slippery I hate for... slope, Dick. 
<laughs> I hate to have uh, South Carolina, Oklahoma take the complete spotlight. Let's take a tour. Uh, Texas, of course, you've heard that the judge there kind of is worried about the uh, yeah. uh, the abortion pill drug and if it was properly vetted by the FDA. So he seems to be open to keeping this thing going, Brad, as far as this particular trial goes. Well, I mean, this is uh, I, I hate to, to, to bring out this old saw because it's really true. Well, I guess elections have consequences. Yeah, the consequence of electing Donald Trump was that he was able to shove through all of these horrible, completely unqualified, partisan hack, federalist society, just beyond the pale, horrible judges, yeah, federal judges that are able to be uh, singled out and then used to... Um, issue rulings and of course what is so galling about this one is you know if this applied to just the the area that this guy practices federal judging in it'd be bad enough but how this applies to the whole country is so it's impossible to explain it's impossible to understand it's impossible to uh, fathom that the decision of one federal judge can for political purposes only, for political purposes only, decide that the Food and Drug Administration 23, 24 years ago, whenever it was, that their decision to permit this drug to get onto the market now being used all these years, and apparently it is the preferred way for abortion to occur it's non-surgical it's clearly the best way that the fda was wrong in approving this and so we have you want to talk about legislating from the bench you can Mm -hmm. retire that phrase forever yeah with 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 this ruling if it goes that way and will it be appealed of course will it be upheld i don't know but you get into the uh the uh, higher level there where a panel of judges will then decide and then if it goes to the supreme court who knows there's there's no way to know for sure whether even this supreme court in spite of the fact that they're the ones who overturned roe versus wade will be able to at least have the integrity to separate that ruling from the mechanics of one federal judge being uh, cherry-picked out of the united states with it being known that his views on abortion were this before he was approved, that even the Supreme Court might say that's a bridge too far. We don't know. They don't want to be relying on uh, Amy Coney Barrett and Brett Kavanaugh and Neil Gorsuch to do the right thing. But uh, that's what it what it might get down to. Now, our, our friend John McCatholic posed what I thought was he was just making this up. Well, why no. can't somebody why can't somebody sue? and find a federal judge to uh, outlaw the use of all COVID vaccines, saying that, say, the uh, the approval process was just rushed too much. It's just no good, so no more COVID. And I said, well, that doesn't – that sounds crazy, except in the world in which we live in, maybe it's true. After I get done reading our little like, – they're, they're talking about doing this. Of course. This is a thing. This is a thing. Of course. So now we're going to have – lawyers overruling doctors on 
everything. Can't wait. Anytime. That's what it, that is making America great again. Yeah. That, that's what it's all about. That that's what we want. So as we continue our tour of fucked up states of the union, Brad, I don't want to leave out. There's North Carolina. Yeah. This week in the North Carolina Supreme Court, they got a do over, Brad, on fucked up gerrymandering and voter ID. Right. Things that have already been settled law. The fucked up Republicans who now have the veto proof majority in our General Assembly have said, hey, upon further review, let's bring that back. Hey, DJ, bring that back. And that they're now rehearing these cases in an attempt to uh, fuck up North Carolina. Make it great again, Brad. Well, the interesting part of this is that um, four years ago, it was decided by the uh, North Carolina Supreme Court, which then had a four to three uh, Democratic majority. That's right. Uh, Supreme Court positions in North Carolina used to not be partisan, identified by DNR, but the R's decided we needed to start doing that. So this is what we got. Anyway, four to three, and the absurd gerrymandered maps that were being drawn by Republicans were thrown out. They were thrown out the window in favor of uh, a more fair representation of a state that is uh, pretty close to being 50 50 because the map was drawn on purpose to get what is it 11 to 3 republicans mm-hmm. all right so that was thrown out the court said the way you guys were doing this was absolutely outrageous it gets thrown out and guess what we have seven and seven right now which Not of good course enough, is that's- a that well but that's a that is a perfect representation mm-hmm. of north carolina uh, were you know the Donald Trump didn't win this state by thirty points, but for the Republicans that ain't going to work for well, him. That's Brad. not good enough for the Republicans. Yeah, so this is work. this is this is a, a microcosm of of everything they're doing all across the country. If you can't win fairly, then win unfairly. And of course, the only reason that right now stories like you know, killing women for getting abortions don't have Dateline Raleigh on them is because we still have a Democratic governor who can veto things, even though there's a, a veto-proof majority in one of the houses of the legislature. It isn't in the other one. And, yeah, that's that's just – it's too tight. When he vetoes something, yeah. it, it, it doesn't get overridden. The margin of error is tiny. It's Yeah, it's too tiny. It's too tiny. Um, but if we had a Republican governor right now, all oh, that crap – all that would be over. You see, oh, because, forget it. We have we have the same kind of retired used car dealers who run for the legislature because they have nothing else to do with their lives. And uh, these are, you know, old fart Republicans for the most part, although there are a lot of younger ones. They're not all old Mm. and uh, they're they're right out of central casting. We got them right here. And, uh, you know, we're we're less than two years away from uh, another governor's race. And if. If uh, that doesn't go the correct way, uh, we could be really, really, really in trouble. Because the guy that the Republicans are likely to put up is way more fucked up than the last guy. Exactly, exactly. And, um, of course, the only reason we have a Democratic governor 
is because you can't gerrymander an entire state. They haven't figured out how to do that yet, but I, if, they're probably they're working on that. I don't know how you do it, but but uh, they'll, they'll they'll figure it out somehow. Uh, the votes, you know what large, they do? It's called voter suppression. That I believe I believe they're working on a three fifths compromise in North Carolina, where the votes in the large cities only count for three fifths of a regular vote. I think that's the idea. the the Republican solution. By the way, when you start talking about abortion, there's this survey that came out. More people coming to North Carolina for abortions post Roe versus Wade because we're not as fucked up as say georgia or south carolina uh 37 and certainly the republicans have to be looking at that and wanting to stop that brad they have to be trying well, to do something to keep that from happening well of course of course that that that, that goes without saying when if you look at the the map of the united states north carolina is still one of the places where you can uh travel to to get an abortion uh now when i was a kid I just remember you, know, you had to go to New York or Massachusetts or, or California. But now there, there are still some states uh, that, that uh, offer, the, offer the service. But, uh, yeah, they're, they're working on it, Britt. They are working night and day. Well, it is, it is great. Now. It is wonderful that women in Arkansas can be treated completely different than women in California. I and I so. think that's what I really, that has to be what the founding fathers had in mind. Yeah. That has to be it for sure. All right. All right. Let's get to some uh, fun stuff here. Uh, DeSantis, were you raised in a barn? Nice. Um, insider trading for outsiders. Um, a headline that I've just called stupid Trump news, followed by another headline I call more stupid Trump news. Uh -huh. And then the uh, chicken wing, chicken nugget kerfuffle. Do the... Uh do the stupid Trump news and more stupid Trump news, if you would. All right. Uh, oh, all right. That's a good one. We, it, I can count on the fingers of one hand the number of times we've ever talked about Princess Diana. Mm -hmm. uh, but you certainly heard that last week, the uh, the brilliant the brilliant marketer. The genius Donald Trump. Say what you want about him, but he can outmarket anybody. He's the best. Oh, he knows the media. <laughs> so he's putting out this book of uh, letters that were written to him in the past. Yeah. Clearly, everyone before he ever thought about running for president, when at least among some people, he was still this kind of goofy, rich guy, playboy, man around town knew how to throw a party, knew how to to uh, sponsor a, a big heavyweight fight in Atlantic City. Come on, come on, Tumblers, I'll buy the drinks and all. You know, he was that guy. But people really probably hated him then, too. But they wrote him letters, nice letters. And the uh, book is called Letters to Trump. And uh, we have an objection coming from the family of uh, Lady Diana Spencer, from her brother, from her brother. Um, surprised to hear that Donald Trump is apparently claiming that my late sister Diane had wanted to, quote, kiss his arse since the one time she mentioned him to me when he was using her good name to sell some real estate in New York, she clearly viewed him as worse than an anal fisher. <laughs> That's Charles Spencer brother of the deceased princess of wales diana he put that out on twitter um and trump 
made some rather crude references to Diana after her passing, including a statement soon after she died in 1997, in which he told Howard Stern that he, quote, could have nailed the princess if he wanted to. Wow. What a class act. What a class act all the way. You can always count on him. And why didn't he want to? (laughs) If he wanted to, he could have, but he just didn't. I I was more into like uh, porn stars, really. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. More, uh, More stupid Trump news? Of course. There you go. Uh, this involves about $8 million. And the one thing about Trump is because he's so old and because he has this track record of lying, dishonesty, ripping people off, the pattern is there and it always repeats itself. And this time the uh, federal prosecutor is not busy enough with all the other shit associated with Trump are looking at two payments, the total of $8 million that went to Trump media, which is the uh, name of whatever the umbrella organization over the truth social platform was. They say that the uh, company that gave the $8 million um, included a blank check that was wired to Trump media by people with links to, ready, ready, Vladimir Putin, Uh, Vladimir Putin, allies of Vladimir Putin, too. Um, So (laughs) this could be the least surprising thing I've ever read in my life. Right. In my life. I was Um, waiting for the mafia reference. I I thought you were going to say organized crime. Yeah. Yeah. So this is uh, this is basically, you know, money laundering part 86 associated with Trump. And I think uh, if, if they wanted to, they could dig into all his money laundering activities of the past, including that real estate deal down in, in Florida where somebody overpaid by $50 million for, for, for uh, some house that the Trump had. And that was a, it was an illegal campaign contribution, I'm sure, or something of the, of the like. So that's a stupid Trump story number two. There's probably more, but you know, we only have enough time to bother with two today. Right? <laughs> that that meathead uh, attorney of his still still enjoying seeing that guy all over the place. Yeah, yeah, well, he, he he's making the rounds, and and I'm I'm trying to think. This is probably the worst idea ever to go around and think that you're going to have some kind of influence in a positive sense on behalf of your client, Trump, by trying to to argue that what we know is true isn't true, which is, of course, the basis of everything about Trump, right? right? Don't believe what you read. Don't believe what you see. Don't believe what you hear. Just believe me. You know. uh, and, right. that, you know, and just, by the way, hire a thug lawyer who just looks like he... He does. Um, yeah. It looks like uh, it looks like fucking Fred Flintstone's brother, this Taco Pina guy. No, Fred Flintstone and Tony Soprano had a baby. <laughs> uh, let's do the and Stormy Daniels getting another moment. You know, the spotlight being shine shown brightly on her again, which is nice. Yeah. Or, um, or... Let's do DeSantis. Were you raised in a barn? Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> this is <clears throat> here we go. 
you've heard on and off about Ron DeSantis's, how should we say it, lack of social skills. Yeah. Uh, or as uh, we like to say here on the Brad and Bridcast, not suitable for polite company. Correct. Uh, sources telling your Daily Beast that DeSantis struggles with basic social skills and his allies are working in early primary states to structure events to prevent unexpected interactions between the public and a candidate, Ron DeSantis, who is off-putting at best and rude at worst. You know what it sounds like? It sounds like Krusty the Clown. Is run- I hate the public. That's my favorite line from him. I hate the public. <laughs> he would sit in meetings. This is great. He would sit in meetings and eat in front of people, always like a starving animal who's never even eaten before. He would get shit food all over the place while he was eating. Wow. Ooh. At a Palm Beach donor retreat last month, an attendee stood up and heckled him as de-Satan. According to Republican sources, and I would... An Iowa caucus goer, I think I've seen this picture, posed for a, a photo with DeSantis holding a paper snowflake with the word fascist carved into it, and he didn't realize it. But even those who wish to smooth the path at events have found that staffers have taken on the governor's standoffishness, and they're not thrilled with it. I think when he was up in New Hampshire, or not New Hampshire, Iowa, the other day, they, they ordered 50 bike racks. 50 bike racks put between him and the people. No problem. We can get that done, sir. 50 bike racks? Yeah. (laughs) By the way, not unlike the bike racks that were used as weapons at the Capitol on January 6, 2021 by tourists. You get the idea that maybe Tucker Carlson isn't getting the mileage out of that whole situation they thought he was going to get. You think the redoing? It it looks like he's yeah. It looks like he he gave up. It's over, Britt. They kept they kept selling. Oh wait till you! Oh my God, this is going to be hit. And it was a one day event at best, and it was a shit event. It landed with an absolute thud. Yeah, but on Fox Nation, I'm sure they'll have all of the footage you could ever want. No, they won't. They're not. Nope. It's a it's a non-issue all over the uh, all over do the you, company. Do you see they're they're doing? I mean, I, I see these plugs for Fox Nation. They're doing a Jesse Smollett reenactment or something like that. <laughs> Go ahead and get your free month now at Fox Nation. Hey, can we get some more uh, more information on the John Bonet? I haven't seen a John yeah. Bonet story. For a while. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's one of the that's one of the bad things about getting older because you know you have this trail of of stupid news, terrible news very often from from decades past, and because of the world in which we live in, the stories just keep getting recycled and retold for supposedly what they think is what a twenty something audience that wants to hear about John Bonet and John ben- <laughs> the Menendez know. brothers. Yeah. <laughs> Funny bullshit like that. You, you know, we could sit here for the next twenty minutes and start naming um, your, well, your story. What about Balloon Boy? What about well, Balloon Boy, Britt? OJ. We get it. We get another. Oh, there's a whole OJ. generation. Yeah, isn't even. That's a that's a classic. But going back classic. to DeSantis, I just I just still find it hard to believe that his 
lack of, I don't know, social graces are going to be something that uh, harms him going further. I just don't, I don't see that happening. Now he may be a way bigger asshole than I'm imagining. He may do something. He may be like pushing babies and shit on camera during campaign stops, but I, I don't, I don't see it as being, uh, I mean, maybe eventually to a broader America, but I, I don't know. I don't see that as being the real, there's so much other stuff about him to dislike other than the fact that he's a gigantic asshole. Well, that helps. You have to admit that that's a, and that's we all, a I mean, thing that he's, and I know he's we're still guy. doing the, I still, we're still doing the, which guy would you rather have a beer with that bullshit? We're still we don't doing even hear that. that. I've not heard that for for a long but it's time. Just, but it's just baked in the cake now. It's just there. It's like I got to feel comfortable. I got to like this guy. I don't, you know, and I I don't know. I I would I would love it if he has like a true honest to god kind of meltdown where he puts like an eighty year old woman in a headlock or something. Well, but see, it it doesn't have to be that. What you're seeing is, and this is this is kind of early on, that this guy is not a good retail politician not by that as, as as horrible a human being as as trump is he in his own way was also a horrible retail politician in terms of uh, actually pressing the flesh having a rally with people showing up to see you is not retail politics but no trump knew that so yeah. he he used the rallies as a substitute for that because you know he's the guy who's a germaphobe he doesn't like to be near people. They kept everybody away from him as much as possible, but somehow that didn't turn into, that didn't translate into what we're hearing now about DeSantis, which, by the way, any story like this, I think we have to be, and we do have to be fair on this, everything negative about DeSantis, you can guarantee is the result of Trump planting shit about yeah, Okay. So, and, and that's not to say that, that, uh, you know, you want to sit next to Ron DeSantis at the final four, cause you could be buddies with him. Um, but you know, they've already signaled in more than one way that, uh, they're, they're going to try to put DeSantis through a meat grinder before he even declares accusing him of running when he's not running, filing lawsuits already saying that he's breaking campaign laws. Right. By, okay, so, uh, and, and to be fair, you know, the Trump campaign, they always play by the rules. They never, they never step over any bright line. So they're in a position to judge everyone. So that, that's what that is. We get to sit back here in the cheap seats and, and look at these uh, folks grind each other up. And I hope that you're, you're right in your assessment there because – just in the last few hours, I've seen more examples of this two-faced, completely contradictory view on uh, United States, NATO, and Ukraine, because you're forced, if you're a Republican, anything, anything, to accuse Joe Biden of being weak. That's the worst thing you can. And forgive me, Britt. Well, I'm about to tell you, I heard today because I was driving over, I was driving over to the gym and yes, I had on for a moment, 680. <laughs> that means late in the morning, it's the Brian Kilmeade show. 
Why do you and, hate your? Why do you guest, hate yourself so much? Right, right. And the guest was, <laughs> excuse me, Lindsey Graham. Oh boy, who was pedal to the metal on how weak Joe Biden is, and the only way we're going to beat the Russians is if we show strength. And if they shoot down another one of our drones, we should shoot down 10 of them. We have to let them know, blah, blah, blah. And Joe Biden is weak, 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 weak. Now, um, putting aside the tens of billions of dollars that we've spent to arm the Ukrainians along with the other NATO countries, certainly for a long time, Republicans... They actually were saying Joe Biden is doing the right thing. Remember those days? Remember, remember those that. bipartisan days back in 2022? Yeah. Well, they can't stick with that, right? No, they can't. No. So they, they they have to turn on him. And so what better way to turn on him than one incident over the Black Sea as being representative of Joe Biden's actual weakness instead of his real strength, which, remember, those few great weeks that Joe Biden was having. Oh, this was part of that when things were going well with the Ukrainians, the Russians were being pushed around and that. But they, you can't allow that to happen if you're a, uh, <coughs> pardon me, a Republican, because then you're just saying, well, well, what, let Biden do it. He knows what he's doing. They can't do that. Um, so they're, they're talking out of both sides of their mouths yet. And the two leading candidates, DeSantis and Trump, they just want to turn over all of Ukraine to Russia, right? Well, I mean, it seems to be, and again, the Lindsey Graham, you know, is going to be like a slim Pickens riding the fucking bomb all the way down to the ground in Dr. Strangelove to blow up the goddamn Putin. I mean, if he so much as farts in our direction, if he throws down a gum wrapper, it's over. We're going to lay waste to Moscow. Right. I mean, this it, it's to, it really is to the point of parody. Uh, the hawkishness of this guy every single time we're going to declare war on Mars soon. But, but you've got guys who are likely to be the Republican nominee, one or the other, trying to, to play both ends against the middle and run the other way. And right now it's early. No one's really paying attention to this except for uh, goofs like us. But there's going to be a point where you're going to have to lay your cards on the table and if this grinds on for another couple of years and we have to spend a lot more money and um, who knows what the economic situation will be in a year or a year and a half, uh, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be difficult on, on, on either side of this because we, you know, we, we clearly can't spend forever open spigot kind of stuff, but it looks like an opening occurred today because Poland is now the first country to uh, start giving the Ukrainians jet fighters. Oh, wow. they're first in. Goodbye. They are first in with uh, with several of them, and that kind of opens the door. Well, if Poland can do it, you, know, you can see. And uh, so this is slow motion escalation. It kind of sort of has to be, unless you want to just give it up. You just want to give Putin that that whole country, and we can't do that. We, we just can't do it. Um, now, this is not the Vietnam domino theory. This is not the uh, end of World War II where we're going to divide up Europe. You know, you get some, we get some. It's not going to be that way at all. This time, it's a clear, it's a clear violation of rights and 
uh, human decency and and other things. And there are enough war crimes that have been committed. Uh, they'll be hearing this stuff, you know, for the next 25 years. Uh, they will. You know, they're still hearing war crimes about what happened in uh, uh, in the old Yugoslavia and, and things of that sort during Clinton's term. You know, it took them decades to finish that shit up. And they're still going after that. What, what, they're still Nazis. They're still Nazis that are being brought to justice. So um, this one's going to be with us. More forever. importantly, how was how was the rest of the Kill Me show? Very thought provoking, a lot of original ideas. No, yes, Britt, I listened to the whole thing. I heard four minutes with Lindsey Graham, and now a word from the My Pillow guy. And so, by the way, what a coup for the Brian Kilmeade show to be able to get a rare appearance from Lindsey Graham, huh? Good job on booking that. Yeah, way to hustle, I guys. I don't know. I, he probably had to make a call himself, right? To get he's fucking waiting in the lobby. He's like washing his hands. I know you just took a shit. Would you be able to come up to our studio? Oh, sure. I'll be up in three minutes. It's fine. All right, last uh, last thing of the of this week. Very important story. A guy in Chicago who thought he was eating boneless chicken wings, he was at Buffalo Wild Wings, says what he got was a lot closer to chicken nuggets. And so he filed a class action suit last Friday for fraud. His name is uh, Eamon Halim. Says he ordered boneless wings at a... Buffalo Wild Wings in Mount Prospect, Illinois. Hello. In January. Unbeknownst to plaintiff and other consumers, the products are not deboned wings at all, but instead slices of chicken breast meat, deep fried like wings, according to, that's right, it's a federal suit. Indeed, the products are more akin in composition to chicken nuggets rather than chicken wings, and they want a jury trial and damages. Now, if this follows... Finding a judge, say, in Texas to rule favorably on the abortion ruling, maybe maybe the uh, folks filing this suit found a judge who has a history of uh, chicken-related nugget and McNugget rulings that they could count on to come to their aid. Who knows? Our whole judicial system is out of whack. <laughs> you can't handle the truth. He's you, just this now whole, this whole thing is out of order, right? <laughs> he's just now figuring this out. This just chicken nuggets rolled in some sauce. This well, is what he's but, doing up here. Now, are you really going to tell me that uh, when I go to the grocery store, those little baby carrots are yeah. not little baby carrots grown in little baby <laughs> carrot <laughs> groves or wherever they, however they grow carrots? That you're telling me that 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 those aren't real either. I bought a pork butt, and it happens to be a shoulder of a pig. How dare you? Let me ask you another question. What is the difference between Swiss and baby Swiss cheese? Do they kill baby Swisses? They do. Are, are, are we murdering baby Swiss we, cheese? We are, and you support it. You and your ilk support the murder of baby Swisses. Yeah. 